guys welcome back to the shouldn't make sense podcast if you guys don't know us already i'm ryan and i'm megan and this is our second episode very very exciting um so megan what have you been up to this week well um pretty much i've just like had class oh i ended quarantine i had quarantine for like 10 days but, you know, just doing my civic duty. And then I've been working out. Um, I went to Aldi for the first time. Yes. I haven't I love been, Aldi. I know. I haven't been there since literally, like, I was, like, 10, maybe. The one by my house closed. So it was really sad. That is sad. I love Aldi, honestly. Like I know. Their stuff was so cheap. Like, all my groceries were right? 30 bucks. Their produce super so super cheap yeah and then they come in like larger portions too like I buy like a I don't even know how much it is but it's a pretty large bag of asparagus mm-hmm. and I love asparagus <laughs> I eat that stuff all week long mm. and it's like two bucks two right, like yeah. it's like two dollars and like 35 cents mm-hmm. for like a big bag of asparagus when if you were to go to Walmart or something it would be like way more expensive. Yeah, no, seriously. I was getting like um, peppers because I've been trying to, okay, this kind of ties into my next thing, but I think I'm going to go vegan soon. So I know kind of exciting, but I've been trying to just buy a lot of produce and like try out new recipes. So I'm not just like throwing myself into it. Right. But I feel like you'll, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like, I don't think it'll be super hard since I'm already like eating vegetarian so yeah I feel like you will have a relatively like easy time going into that as well because I feel like you don't I know like in the past when you've cooked like you don't really use butter too often or I know you drink um what is it almond milk right yeah yeah I haven't drank, like, regular milk in so long. Like, my family only drinks almond milk, so I'm just used to it. Right. So, honestly, like, I am very optimistic for you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm trying to, like, um, do it. So, I've been following this girl. This is not a promo because she does not need my promo. But (laughs) following this girl on YouTube, her name is, like, Caroline Garvin and she's like Irish and she does workout videos and they're like each like an hour long and then they're really good I usually like sweat a ton during them so I'm gonna start one of her workout programs soon and then I want to like try to go vegan like during it and just kind of see what happens like and it's it's kind of like a weight-based program so right I'll be trying to gain muscle so that sounds exciting I know and then also yeah. this week, um, I had, <laughs> this isn't sound dramatic, but I literally had an epiphany. Like I was, oh my God, talking, really? yeah, I was talking with someone and I literally had just like this epiphany. And I think it's because like starting, just starting the semester, I was so scared for classes and everything. And I kind of just like came to the realization that like, my life doesn't have to be school if that makes sense yeah like your your life doesn't always have to be school and you don't need to be stuck to like this one like thing that makes your whole life I don't know if that makes sense but no it does yeah so I completely understand where you're coming from like I feel of course like school is a really big part of our lives right now Mm -hmm. And it's very important that we work hard in school and stuff like that. Just because I'm not putting $40,000 into nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I get that. Yeah, I also kind of had an epiphany this week, but I'll I'll wait, I'll wait. (laughs) But it just like, it kind of helps to like think that way because I've been feeling like so much less stressed now that I like all my marbles aren't in like one basket, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, definitely. I'm not stressing about my whole entire future being this one thing. Yeah, 
So. No, I totally get that. And honestly, it's such a stress, like a, like a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because I feel like it takes a lot of like growth for people to realize that they don't need mm-hmm. to just hyper focus on school all yeah. of the time. It's like prioritizing like yourself a little bit more rather than the like, yeah. grades. Yeah, and that's how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, that shit gets stressful. That shit and... gets stressful. <laughs> yeah. So um, what have you been up to, Ryan? Well, this week it was it was it was kind of similar to last week. I had my labs, but this week I had to participate. I had to be the participant in my lab, and okay. the labs that I do are like exercise labs. So. On Tuesday, I come to class on my workout gear, and I had no idea what exercise I was going to be doing or Mm -hmm. what machine we would be using to do it. And we go in, and there's, like, this leg extension machine. Basically, I had to do, like, this leg extension machine, but there's a motor attached to it, Mm -hmm. which could create resistance based on how fast the motor did one full cycle. So, like a 360 in a second like 360 degrees in a second it would be really easy to lift your leg on the leg extension but Mm -hmm. say like 60 degrees per second it would be a lot more difficult and there would be a lot more resistance for your leg to pull the motor if that makes sense at all is that like a normal workout machine or is that just for your class no well it it looks like a leg extension machine, but obviously it's like hooked up to this big computer and they can control like how fast the motor runs with like the 360 degrees and 60 degree, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I was the participant. There's two of us. It had to be a guy and a girl. Okay. And this kind of made me upset, but it's okay because I completely understand why he used this as an aspect but he wanted a guy and a girl just to compare like fatigability and strength yeah um and we were talking about muscle fibers so that's like a whole nother spiel that I won't go off on because I will just end up talking the whole entire podcast about muscle fibers <laughs> she's but, knowledgeable <laughs> right basically this guy who was the male participant was like 200 pounds full muscle like six four huge okay. guy right yeah and I'm over here like five foot like <laughs> I it was <laughs> it was just it was a mess and so obviously he had a lot more strength than I did but yeah um, we kind of just wanted to compare who would fatigue faster from doing these repetitions okay. <clears throat> so yeah after I got done with that I had jello legs and it was it was something else and then I walked home with my jello legs nice nice (laughs) so yeah that was that I also worked this week it was same shifts as last week so that wasn't Mm. anything different no interesting stories from that Mm. um also I edited the last podcast and it was, it was new. <laughs> it was something new. I didn't realize how difficult it would actually be mm-hmm. to edit a podcast. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't really know the ins and outs and that's okay because I'm still learning. Yeah. But it's also exciting because obviously there's room to grow and I'm going to learn. Yeah. But Yeah. There's so that's crazy the, editing in the next podcast. <laughs> gonna have like explosions in the background, yeah. like leaps, like sirens sound, yeah. <laughs> like um, Megan, what the bleep? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we're on like American Idol, and they put like the little American Idol. Oh my gosh, yeah, oh, over yeah, the to, yeah, throwback to American Idol. Yeah, I don't know do why they, I thought about that. Do they still have that? Like, no idea. I have no idea either. I don't get cable, so. Yeah, me either. Um, 
Oh, I guess the last part of my week. <sighs> the Packer game. <laughs> I heard um, my roommates watching it outside my door, and I was like, how are they doing? And they were all just like, not even, they're just shaking their heads, like not saying anything. <laughs> I was hoping, I, I really wanted like a, like, I wanted to see the light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. but we were in the fourth quarter and it just wasn't going to happen. And I was just like, you know what? Just turn it off. <laughs> Could have went to the Super Bowl, but Tom Brady really had to join the Buccaneers this year, huh? <laughs> I don't follow so, yeah. football at all, so I didn't even know that. I don't really either, but I like I don't know. I like su- I like the Super Bowl and I like watching like the championship games. Yeah, I do like the Super Bowl. It's yeah. I just kind of wanted to see if we were going to get there because since I'm from Wisconsin. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, like I was saying before, I also had an epiphany this week. Um, (laughs) So mine's a little bit more silly, mostly because it has to do with my dog. Mm. It just like, it's so sweet to me how Phoebe, my dog, like, Mm -hmm. finds so much joy in, like, the littlest things. Like, Mm -hmm. think about it, like, she goes for walks, and she is so happy. Like, she's running, like, on the side of, like, where the grass is, and it's all covered Mm -hmm. in snow, and she's, like, licking it up, and I'm like, okay, just don't lick the yellow stuff, and she's all (laughs) smiley, and she gets so excited, and I don't know, like, giving her treats and pets and cuddles and just playing playing with her in general yeah so sweet I really miss walking my dog like I was talking with someone about that and like it's weird the concept of walking like okay people they always want to walk their dogs or they like want like they want they have to walk their dogs for exercise so it's kind of weird that like humans don't just take walks for exercise, you know, like it's like you should be walking yourself. <laughs> like you should like want to get up and move kind of thing. Yeah, I feel especially since quarantine has started, mm-hmm. I feel like I have not like gone outside mm-hmm. as much as I would have if quarantine wasn't going on. Yeah, I also think like since it's winter, that's like a big factor because I don't see as many people outside in the winter. Yeah, I don't know, but it's also kind of exciting because I have a lot of in-person stuff on campus this semester. So yeah. I've been like walking to class every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then also on Tuesdays because I have labs. So oh, you're so lucky. What the heck? It's so exciting. Like, it's like getting like a little like glimpse of like, I don't know. <laughs> freedom out of quarantine I guess yeah yeah so that's really exciting as well so this week our topic that we want to talk about is imposter syndrome and I really am not the expert here on imposter syndrome so I'm just gonna let Megan take it away (laughs) I don't know if I'd say I'm an expert But um, yeah, so I kind of brought this topic up because I know a lot of people have like told me that they've experienced this. But basically, if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, um, the definition from uh, Wikipedia (laughs) is (laughs) the psychology or psychological. How do you say that? Psychological. Psychological. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways uh okay so the definition from wikipedia is psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills talents or accomplishments and has persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud so like yeah so i think a lot of people experience this in classes or in like labs or clinical situation where even in like a job where you just like are put in a situation where maybe you're like caring for someone or maybe you're like doing this like really extreme like 
chemistry project or something and you're like what like how did I get here kind of thing so right yeah it's also like has been described as like the small fish in a big pond like uh, phenomenon okay no I totally get what you mean like it's sort of like you know when you're in you're a teenager you're in high school Mm -hmm. I know I've experienced this when I was in high school I'd always be like oh my gosh, like, I look so bad today. Like, everybody's going to stare at me. Everybody's going to look at me. They're going to be like, oh my God, this girl is not looking good. And nobody really realizes that. Or nobody's, like, looking at you because everybody's worried about themselves. Right. Yeah, like, everyone's worried about themselves. That's such, like, a teenage-level thinking pattern, I feel like. Because I definitely thought the same thing. Yeah, that was definitely um, high school. Megan and Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we've, we've like, um, blossomed. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's that? We've leveled up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've, I know I've experienced this in, like, some of my classes. Like, I've had to take, like, some, like, anatomy classes for sure where, like, I'm in lab and I'm, like, looking at, like, a human corpse and I'm just, like, <laughs> I am I allowed to be doing this? Like, <laughs> I feel like, like I'm, like, should I be, like, should yeah, like, I, be, should I be doing this? Or, like, at work, if I'm, like, caring for someone, because I used to work as a CNA, I would just be, like, like, am I, like, allowed to be, like, doing, like, all, I don't know, it's just such, like, an intimate thing sometimes, like, right. even, where you work, where, where it's, like, you're caring for people, like, it's such an intimate thing to like be there for someone and like talk to someone and then like the next minute you're like helping them go to the bathroom or like getting them like something yeah. to eat or something I don't know it's definitely an interesting experience or aspect to say the least because I don't know I feel like I definitely felt that a lot in the transition from high school to college mm-hmm. like you were saying before yeah and it definitely felt that a lot because when you're in high school think about it like I never moved mm-hmm. when I was younger I pretty much went to the same elementary school middle school high school yeah with a lot of the same people and although I had a lot of people in my class size mm-hmm I still grew up with all of those people yeah. and I still knew things about them. And then when you transition from high school to a college that's four hours away in a different state, yeah. you're like, shit, like, this is <laughs> it. Like, I have no idea what I am doing. I have no idea what I'm doing for work. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how these classes are going to be. Yeah. I remember... When we were in the dorms, mm-hmm. we had orientation. I, I don't know why I didn't think we had orientation at all. Wait, do you mean like the first week? Yeah, the first week that yeah. we were back. I remember I that. We, know that. I remember us waking up and being like, wait, are we supposed to be somewhere? Like, <laughs> what yeah. are we supposed to be doing right now? <laughs> and then it was so scary because we don't have the same major. So we definitely yeah. weren't in the same orientation class. And we were, like, literally the only people that we, like, knew at that point. It was only, like, a couple days that we had been living together. And we were, like, well, see ya when I get done, I guess. I know. It's so scary, like, going to a college when you don't know anyone. It's, like, you're going to make friends. But, like, those first couple weeks, you're, like, this, I'm out of my element. Like, this is, like, a little too much. Yeah. And, I mean, I've definitely grown as a person. Mm -hmm. But when I was younger, I was probably one of the most shy people. I can't imagine that now, but it's like, (laughs) I don't know. I guess like we've lived so intimately together, like literally in the same room. It's like, I've gotten to know you pretty good, so. Right. And our dorm room was not big at all. So it's not like we could like (laughs) hide from each other. It was literally a hallway. (laughs) literally remember that one time I hid in your closet yeah (laughs) when you're in the bathroom oh my god that was a fun experience basically 
Megan went to the bathroom. This was like the first week that we like known each other in person. We had been talking. (laughs) For real. We had like been talking to each other for a couple months because obviously we're gonna be roommates and we like need to get to know each other before we actually lived with each other. Mm -hmm. And you know, I started to get comfortable around Megan pretty quickly because she's just a good person and Aww. she accepted me for who I was right away. We're at Samesies. But anyways, but oh wait, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> anyways. Sorry about that, guys. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> I hid in Megan's closet after she went to the bathroom. And she had her hamper sitting in her closet. So I was like, my ass was literally halfway in your hamper. And then you came in and then you sat down at your desk because you were doing something on your computer. And then I was like waiting because I wanted you to like open your closet and then I fell out of it. Oh yeah, dude, you could have been in there for hours, like until I had to like get my like PJs on. <laughs> you're like half naked and opening yeah. <laughs> and I open it you're like uh never mind <laughs> that would have been like a weird like that would have been a weird first roommate other experience but yeah we got way sidetracked there yeah a little bit what were we even talking about <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay no I have something to add to what you were saying before um okay so when you're talking about like transitioning from like high school to college I remember right. being like in high school and this is like the same thing with like imposter syndrome like I went to a small high school so like in in high school I kind of like I thought I was like I'm not gonna say I thought I was like the shit like I definitely knew there were things I could work on but like I was like pretty confident with myself and like I right. I was just like friends with who I was friends with and I did well in my classes and like I was like okay I got it all figured out like like throw it at me college yeah and so I get to college and then I'm like I have nothing figured out what is my life gonna be like I don't know what's going on I'm like I'm with all these people I don't know am I even doing the right thing because it's like now you gotta pick like now you like are picking your major and you're like doing all this stuff and it's like am I making the right decisions like right and then on top of picking your major you have to pick who your friends are gonna be yeah next four years that you may or may not still be friends with after those four years literally figure out like who you really want to be in the world because you're not getting this four-year college degree for nothing of course you can go back if you want to yeah it's it's time consuming and it's a money-hungry industry so yeah. I mean so try to have fun <laughs> yeah, try, try to have oh yeah and then on top of that <laughs> you gotta have a social life yeah. and then you have to make sure your psychological well-being is okay and then you're missing your parents and you're missing your dogs and you're missing your siblings and your friends back home mm-hmm. everybody else and you're just like well this is different but different is good sometimes yeah you definitely grow a lot in the first like I would say like the first whole year and honestly like after that but I feel like the first whole year when you're like really meeting new people you grow a ton yeah I remember when we first moved in I was kind of questioning if I really wanted to go where we are same (laughs) if I if I really want to go where we are going for college. Yeah. And college. so it was a lot of like questioning, like, is this where I want to be? Or should I like transfer somewhere else, like closer yeah. to home or like closer to like people that I know go mm-hmm. there? When I came to Winona, I knew a couple of upperclassmen that were in grades above me that went here, but I don't really talk to them that much. Yeah. And then there was, there was one guy that also came to Winona and a year, like after he came to Winona, he transferred to the cities. So, yeah. I know a lot of people that have transferred. I know a lot of people have transferred here and a lot of people have transferred away, 
So I honestly think like the idea of like just wanting to transfer after like your first year is really normal. Like I think when it's like the same thing, like you feel like a small fish in a big pond, like it's just scary. Right. Like you're like, I've never been like this. Cause especially me, like my high school, literally my elementary, middle and high school, all the same people just like yeah. <laughs> growing up all in the same class. Like I'd never really felt out of my element because I knew everyone. So it was like not a big deal if I was going to go to high school because I knew everyone that was going with me, but like yeah. it was just like so different. So it's yeah, I like- think go ahead I think transferring is just like a super normal feeling I think it is as well but it's also like kind of scary as well because you're also if you're going to transfer like say you just don't like the school Mm -hmm. you transfer to a whole nother new school where you don't know anybody yeah it's like the whole cycle repeats again it basically does like you just gotta like start somewhere basically like just don't transfer but just (laughs) I mean transfer maybe if you like really have to or want to I don't know do you but like I think you really have to put an effort and like really try to make your space almost yeah I feel that yeah so time back into like imposter syndrome I had like I was actually like kind of researching it a little bit in preparation Mm -hmm. for this episode yeah and I saw something that I thought was interesting that it something that I thought was interesting was that it affects mostly like first generation like college students and I just think it makes so much sense like but yeah no I definitely see how it can affect first generation college students as well yeah um, and then some other stuff I saw when I was like looking it up, which is like some coping strategies. So it was talking, one of them was just like talk about your feelings, which I feel like that's kind of vague, but could be helpful to someone. Just like if you're right. feeling, I think that's kind of more like if you're feeling lonely or like lost. Okay. What to do. Yeah. And then another one is like consider the context of your mistakes. So like time back to like you're doubting your skills or like you're doubting your talent so maybe like if you make a mistake just kind of think about like we're all just we're all just a little fish in the big pond like it's okay it doesn't matter that much right I like those coping strategies yeah and then um the last one I had was just to like reframe the way you think about setbacks so like not necessarily think of setbacks like as setbacks but more as like learning experiences that's really interesting I really like that line of thinking though yeah it's just like it's kind of like trying to remodel your brain into like you don't need to be perfect all the time like you can just relax and it's okay if you make mistakes right when I was looking up imposter syndrome because I did a little research as well Mm-hmm. I actually found out that there are different types oh, really? of imposter syndrome. Yeah, and I can um I can share those. So there's five types. And I guess I'll just go through the list. So type one is the perfectionist. And the perfectionist believes that they should deliver a perfect performance 100 percent of the time. Like mm-hmm. their work always has to be like A plus, nothing okay. like below like an A plus pretty Mm -hmm. much and I feel like that really strives in with how you're talking about dealing with or those coping mechanisms that you were talking about like setbacks like maybe that person gets like an A minus and they're like oh my god like like oh my god this is like horrible but then also if you consider the context of their mistakes it's like it's an A minus like chill yeah. out <laughs> it's also a learning experience as well mm-hmm. yeah, like sure. if you never got anything wrong in life mm. how would you know anything yeah. at all like life is a learning experience sometimes it's like Together. you have to fail to succeed so yeah right um okay next is type two type two is the expert and The description pretty much says, or the expert believes, if I were really smart, 
I would already know everything I would need to do this. Hmm. So it's sort of like a self-doubt type of thing. That's interesting. Hmm. Because I don't I know. Think- I, find, I, I see that one. I feel like a lot of people do doubt how smart they are, especially if they get oh. something wrong. Yeah, I see it more in a doubting way too. Yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because it's okay to have doubts Mm -hmm. it's okay to like see those things but at the end of the day you just have to realize like hey these are my mistakes this is what went wrong like if I took an exam and I got like a 30 percent on it (laughs) what am I gonna do next time that's gonna make it better yeah yeah whether that's studying more whether that's going to the library whether that's changing your environment where you study Mm -hmm. stuff like that because obviously if you don't study you're going to get that 30 percent on the exam but if you do study at least you increase your chances of Mm -hmm. getting a better grade on that exam yeah and I find that interesting also it's like if you get a 30 percent on the exam it's like maybe you want to reconsider the actual exam like why are you taking this major that you're maybe not interested enough to go study for you know right like, maybe this isn't the right path if you're, like, so unmotivated that you don't want to study literally at all, <laughs> you know? That's, I can definitely relate to that because I changed my major. Mm-hmm. I used to be a cellular yeah. molecular biology major. Mm-hmm. Got to OCHEM, and I hated that shit. I was like, I do not want to do this. I want to be an anesthesiologist for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then I get to OCHEM and I find out that anesthesiologists literally do chemistry mm-hmm. all day long to yeah. like configure medications, anesthesia and all that stuff. And I was just like, no, like, I'm sorry, but took a lot yeah. of self-reflection and I took something that I really enjoyed, which was exercising. I love to exercise and I made that my major and now I love it. Yeah. Like it's basically all of my professors are basically gym teachers yeah it's <laughs> just hanging out with a whole bunch of gym teachers all day yeah so you had to like fail to succeed basically right and now I'm doing amazing like I feel so much more motivated in what I do and all that yeah, and it's happy. just yeah it's it's very relieving that makes me really happy because I feel like a lot of people just like put pressure on themselves to do good and like especially medical field careers like oh yeah Ugh, some people like they just look at how much someone's gonna get paid and they're like oh like I need to be this I need to be like this girl that was me yeah like I know that's literally like so many people like seriously well do you know why I want to be an anesthesiologist hmm. because in eighth grade I took one of those what's the best career path for you that like the school social worker would yeah. like make you take like during like your library time Mm-hmm. and I took it and one of the like top ones was anesthesiologist and I was like <laughs> like oh we they make three hundred thousand dollars plus a year of course I want to do that I'm smart I can do this mm-hmm. and although it's a great career option it's just not for me and the thing right. that I feel went wrong in my life is that I wanted to be an anesthesiologist from the time that I was in eighth grade until the time that I was a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. And I never looked at any other options. I never weighed my options. I never looked into anything else because I was like, this is what I want to go to school for. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it. Yeah. Never looked at anything else. So honestly, like exploring my career options and coming to college has definitely opened my eyes a lot about what I actually want to do I feel like money like doesn't matter at the end of the day as long as you're happy with what you're doing it really doesn't matter like as much as people think I I mean saying that as someone that is in college and like paying for college and like I realize that I'm like really privileged to be able to go to college and stuff but if you're solely doing something for the money like it's just gonna wear you down like yeah I don't know I feel that as well and obviously, college isn't the only option. And mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't even weigh that myself. And that's what imposter syndrome is all about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so I guess that's the expert. <laughs> now we are on to type three, which is the soloist. So the soloist believes that true competence is equal to my own unassisted achievements. I must do everything myself. Oh, so kind of like self-sufficiency kind of thing? I feel like I suffer from that. <laughs> really? Like you're like, I don't need your help. Yeah. Really? I'm the opposite. I, I really feel that way. Like, well, maybe not as much anymore, but I don't know why I have like this wall, like up against, like between me and like people who try to help, not in like emotional ways or anything like that. Actually, yeah. maybe a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> with like work and with schoolwork and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm very cut dry like I want it done this way and if it's yeah. any other way I feel like it's wrong and that's like something that is a trait about myself that I really wish I could work on more because I really need to see like there's other ways to do it other than my own because not everything or not everyone perceives everything the same way that I do you know yeah no I think that's kind of common honestly like thinking about it that's kind of the same thing if you ever get like a group project or something and oh my you're like gosh. yeah you're like oh my god I hate group projects like yeah it's like the same thing yeah I definitely feel that and then I feel like it definitely wears me down as well because when I do something wrong mm -hmm. and I was so persistent that it was right I it just tears me down because I'm like wow i fucked up you know yeah and that's where the expert plays in because you're like well gee if I was really smart then I wouldn't have had to ask anybody for help <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. it all ties in together <laughs> we, we all suffer have, from imposter syndrome <laughs> we said talk about the full life theory or the the what is it the full circle theory oh oh my god we should that's we another should time that's for another time that's too long. long. <laughs> That'd be like a four-hour podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, type four. Ooh, this one's called the Superwoman. Mm. Superman. Hell yeah, Superwoman. For real. Anyways. So the Superwoman believes, if I were really competent, I would be able to do it all and do it easily and well. I suffer from that one hardcore yeah. I remember thinking okay I don't this yeah I guess this is the same thing like I remember thinking in high school like you can really do anything if you just like schedule out and make time for it and that mindset has led me to overbook myself so much in college yeah. and I've kind of been learning it recently that like I need to just take breaks and my epiphany this week helped me out with that because <laughs> I was like, I just need to take breaks because like this doesn't have to be my whole life. Like this school right. doesn't have to be my whole life. I don't need to be taking on all this responsibility. I feel like that one kind of ties in with spontaneity, spontaneity right? Mm -hmm. That I feel like that one really ties in with spontaneity as well because I feel like if you like schedule yourself down to a T by like every 30 minutes every 20 minutes uh -huh. what am I gonna do next what am I gonna do after I'm done with this lecture what am I gonna do after I get home from the gym what am I gonna do after I shower what am I gonna eat for dinner if you're not living in the present how are you living yeah. at all you know what I mean like mm -hmm. if you're always focused on what's gonna happen in the future if you're always focused on what happened before and like where you went wrong you're not really getting anywhere I know no that's that's something I've been trying to do too is just like be more in the present but it's so much easier said than done like yeah you know, especially with all the online stuff like I just get sucked into like online stuff like I'm just yeah. like on Quizlet like all the time or like I'm constantly doing lectures just, ugh. that's also a thing because Honestly, we don't really have any other choice right now. Like, mm -hmm. these four years are meant to be, like, a growing experience, essentially. Mm -hmm. But we also have to realize, like, our responsibilities as college students. 
Yeah, I think like COVID and like quarantining honestly has been like a really big growing experience, at least like for me, because I've realized like what what it is that I really like to do. Like I'm not like filling all my time with these like little things anymore. I'm like, okay, when I sit down and I'm extremely bored, like what is it I want to do? What is Mm -hmm. it that's going to make me happy? So right. And it's like finding the joy in those little things when you're not extremely Mm -hmm. busy. Yeah. Like, you're so right. Like, when you're so busy that you, like, book your, I'm not, like, saying you, but I'm saying, like, people in general, when they're just so busy, like, they feel like they always just have to be one step above. Like, you know, I I always call it skipping a step Mm. when people walk up the stairs and they, like, go just skip a step like Mm -hmm. they just lunge above it's like it's okay to take that extra step yeah that's so true and like when you're just filling your time with like stuff like mindless stuff like okay you're gonna watch five episodes of Parks and Rec like literally like all in one go and it's like that time like really next time you're doing something like quote-unquote relaxing or like you're taking a break just ask yourself like am I really like is this really what I want to do or is this like yeah like is someone else speaking for me almost like is this really what I want to be doing right now like watching this episode of Parks and Rec or do I want to be creating something like or do I want to be reading or do I want to be like growing I don't know that's just something with friends or yeah do I want to be talking to friends literally like what do you actually want to be doing yeah, and even if you do really just want to be watching five episodes and Parks yeah. and Rec, then do it. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but just do what you want to do. And, Literally. like, <laughs> don't feel like an obligation is held above your head for anything, because in reality, nothing in life really matters. Yeah. <laughs> Money doesn't matter. College doesn't matter. Your job <laughs> doesn't matter your kids don't matter your, your kids matter. might matter don't matter <laughs> nothing matters at all there's okay I think some things can matter but okay if you're really looking broad spectrum yeah nothing matters but then it's like what do you want to matter like I want my family to matter yeah. I want my friends to matter I don't care about Parks and Rec really that much like yeah I like <laughs> it but I'm not gonna like hold it like as close to my heart as I do my friends and family kind of thing right so it's like, why am I prioritizing all these? Okay, I'm saying Parks and Rec because I literally have been <laughs> binge watching Parks and Rec. Five <laughs> episodes of Parks and Rec. Yeah, just the first thing that comes to my mind. No, I've literally been binging like Parks and Rec, but <laughs> but it's like, why am I not taking that time to like call a friend, or why am I not taking that time to like, I don't know, just like yeah. be writing or reading or something. I feel that too, yeah. but I also feel like my favorite thing. I'm like an I'm an ambivert so I like being around people mm-hmm. I like hanging out with people but after I hang out with people for so long I'm like I just want to go lay in my bed yeah and I want to watch YouTube and I or I want to watch five episodes of Parks and Rec yeah and I just want to be by myself and I feel like that's really important because if you don't do that, like, you're not taking that time for yourself, and then, therefore, like, all the stresses of school, and, like, talking to people, like, just everything, like, I get so overstimulated from stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and it's not a bad thing, I love hanging out with my friends, I love talking on the phone to people, I don't really like doing schoolwork, but I mean, I have to do it, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but if you're to the point where you're, like, my eyes hurt from staring at the screen for Me so long. Day. Yeah. Like my I'm like my eye has been twitching recently because of how much I've been staring at a screen for real. Oh my god. Yeah. It was insane. And if you're getting to that point, like you just need to take time for yourself. But you also yeah. need to realize that the stress isn't a bad thing because I just feel like stress shouldn't be viewed as a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I think taking time for yourself, like, for everyone looks a little different, but it's just, like, make sure you're doing the things that you really want to be doing, like, just, just. In that moment, that's, like, the main part, like, what do you want to be doing right now? Like, right now, 
you only really want to be making this podcast. Yeah, exactly. You only have right now when you really think about it. Yeah. Like I could die right now. <laughs> like you only have right yeah. now. And that's why I was saying like nothing really matters except the present moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what are you going to do right now that is going to make you happy or make you sad or whatever emotion you want to feel? Yeah. What are you going to do right now that is going to just make you feel good, I guess? Yeah, it's just like, and also just like bringing that awareness into like your field of like, okay, I don't need to be doing all these things that don't make me happy, like that don't, I don't enjoy. Maybe yeah. I can put out a few things like, hey, I don't enjoy, I don't know, just like something simple, like, oh, one for me. Maybe t- saying to myself, hey, I don't enjoy waking up every day and going straight to Instagram. <laughs> Be yeah. like, okay, I can cut that out of my life. Like, that's something that doesn't make me happy and I don't enjoy that. So let's try not to do that. But that is way said, way easier said than done, also. <laughs> so. Yeah, I agree with that. I've actually like developed like a morning regimen routine. So my dog sleeps in my bed with me because I can never lock her in her kennel at night because she's too cute. And <laughs> even though she takes up three fourths of my bed, like I <laughs> so the first thing I do, and I promise you literally do this every single morning, it will change your life. First thing you do, get out of bed, mm-hmm. take a sip of your water and then make your bed. Yeah. I, I do make room. my bed, but yeah. For real. Like it just makes me so much happier. Because mm-hmm. then your room at least looks clean. Yeah. And that's just something, like, in the present moment, like, I know that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, like, if you don't have, like, an intention of what you're doing, then what are you doing? Do you ever just, like, walk around mindlessly and you just find yourself doing things? Yes. Oh, my God. That's so weird. I literally do that. Like, that's how I feel about social media. It's like, this doesn't bring me any joy. Why do I do it? Like, like you're looking at other people's lives. Yeah. Like, why aren't so... you focusing on your own? Yeah. Oh my God. We could do a whole another episode on social media because that's such a broad yeah. topic. But just like that specifically, like, I just, I don't know. Why? Oh. Why do you? Why do we all do it? Because we all do it, and like it that's doesn't. A really good topic. It doesn't even bring us happiness. Like, why? It's just because it's so addictive, basically. You know what? This is like our book club thing that we were talking about. For next week, everybody should watch The Social Dilemma yes. on Netflix. Have you seen that, Megan? I've seen it. I've Everyone seen it watch it. We'll everybody watch, watch it. it. And next week's topic will be about social media. Okay, yeah. Bet. That sounds so good. Okay. We also got sidetracked there. But the last <laughs> type of like imposter types is The Great Mind. So the great mind believes that I judge myself on ease and speed. If I were really competent, I would come quickly and easily, or it would come quickly and easily. Mm, I don't experience that one as much because I feel like I have the awareness to be like, okay, the stuff I'm learning in school is hard. (laughs) Like this is hard stuff. (laughs) I definitely get that one as well, but I can definitely understand where people can get frustrated with like stuff like that like think about like writer's block or Mm. like an artist who yeah canvas for 30 minutes not knowing what to paint like I feel like that strives along a lot with like creativity and stuff like that like where do I start you know that's honestly like I could see us having that block like even with this podcast it's like why am I having this block of like ideas when I it's something that I like to do I feel like that's Mm -hmm. the gist of that one yeah but yeah those are pretty much the five types of imposter syndrome for imposter types. Megan, you are the imposter. <laughs> Wait, what's that oh, yeah. one? Isn't there like a, I'm literally so old. Isn't there a game like that? What's that? Yeah, called? It's, it's called Among Us. Oh, <laughs> I never it's played like, it. It's like, have you ever played Murder mystery or mafia i've played mafia yeah where you like walk around the room and shake people's hands and then like if you're the mobster or whatever you like you like shake their hand and then you like wiggle your finger what? and then that like that. Sig- oh really 
That's yeah. how we played. We played like there's a narrator and then everyone like wakes up. It'll be like civilians wake up and then they go back to bed. Like their like heads like go up and down. Oh yeah. We played that one that version too. Yeah. And Maybe like, the one I think I got them confused. You're right about mafia. I think I'm talking about like murder mystery or something like that. It was a different oh. game, but similar okay. way. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, millionth tangent aside. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all we got for this episode, though. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it gave you some realizations. Some, some insight. Yeah, some insight. Maybe you just thought, um, this is a really weird topic. I don't know why these two girls are talking about this right now. Like they're psychotic. Yeah, they're literally psychotic. psychotic, Actually, (laughs) actually, nothing matters, and we all will die soon, so it doesn't matter. Pretty much, but yeah, thanks for listening to this episode, guys. If you guys want to keep up with us on social media, (laughs) yeah. Uh oh, that's Uh awkward. We have to delete our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) that's actually so funny we just went on this huge rant about how social media is killing us and then we're like make sure to follow us and at should it make sense (laughs) for how we're actually making this podcast anyways oh yeah so um slate this is awkward but yeah follow us on instagram it shouldn't make sense we'll post like stuff that'll be good for you it's okay it's okay inspirational quotes yeah you'll get inspired right but yeah thanks for listening guys um make sure you watch the social dilemma on netflix if you have it Mm -hmm. um if not i'm sure that there is a version of it on youtube or just watch anything that relates to social media and that will be our topic for next week yeah so i hope you guys have a good week and other than that see you next week bye guys bye